you're the God of wonders. You're the God of wonders. You're the God of wonders. You are God of wonders. Praise the Lord and welcome to the God of Wonders radio program. Tonight's message taken from John 15 and verse 7. The Lord Jesus says, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. In part one of the message by Pradeep Stephen, we'll discover the five special blessings that will attend us when we abide in our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's listen. John 15, 7, the Lord speaks about dwelling in him. And John 15, 7 says, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you. Ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. The word abide means to live or to dwell in. And the Lord is saying here that those who believe in his name, they ought to live in him, have a real and practical, intimate communion with the Lord. Not just to have his name, as we heard in the worship, but to have an intimate relationship and communion with Him that is day by day, moment by moment. And we're going to see in the scriptures how He describes what one who abides in Him truly looks like. We'll back up to verse 1 and read a portion of this chapter. The Lord Jesus speaking, He says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away every branch and every branch that beareth fruit he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine no more can ye except ye abide in me I am the vine ye are the branches he that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit so shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Now this whole portion of the chapter, the Lord is saying, if you know me, then live in me. Be in me and let me be in you. The believer has a choice still, even though they've come into the kingdom, come into relationship with the Lord, to let him to actually manifest all that he is through our mortal frame, through our actions, through our decisions. And what a beautiful thing the Lord has said here in uh, verse 3. He says, now ye are clean, through the word which I have spoken unto you. 
He's speaking all this time saying that I want you to be exactly what you meant to be, full of my life, full of fruit, full of the manifest power of God. Live in me. This is my desire. Now that I've told you that, and I have told you all the things that I am willing to do for you and have done for you, you are clean through that word. So we come to God today, we say, Father, all the things that I've done that are not in keeping with your commandments, forgive me for those things. The Lord says, you're clean now. I have forgiven you. When we're willing to hear God, it takes repentance. That's implied. I want to hear what He has to offer me and pour into me. I'm desperate for Him. And the Lord then says, I'm speaking a word into your life to cleanse you. Five things actually I want to mention here about abiding in the Lord. First of all, the Lord says here in our key text, John 15, 7, that we will have our prayers answered. Many people pray and they say, I'm praying and praying and praying, but God is not hearing me or He's not answering my prayer or I'm lost when I'm praying to God. The problem is that the person is not abiding in the Lord. If we abide in Him, then we will know exactly where He's leading and what He's doing. He will give us the revelation. It may be step by step, but He'll give us the revelation. We won't feel lost. There are people who want to know God's will, but they're not abiding in Him, so they're confused. There's a difference between abiding in the Lord and waiting for His answer patiently, having full confidence that the Lord is going to answer, and He's directing, and He will continue to direct. There's a difference between that and then being lost in prayer and having confusion, even though the prayers are being offered maybe daily, maybe more than once, but there's confusion. The reason is, the Lord says here, they're not abiding in Him. But notice, the first thing that will happen to us when we abide in the Lord, that is, dwell in Him, our prayers will be answered. If I want my prayers to be answered, I will abide in the Lord, follow His will, and know His heart, and I'll keep His commandments. And that's what He says here. The definition of abiding in the Lord is, I will keep His commandments and abide in His love. Verse 10, If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. The question for me and you today is, do we abide in the love of Jesus? Do we keep His commandments? If we do, we will have that intimate communion where the Lord will continue to guide us and we'll have clarity of vision and a purpose in living for His glory. First thing is, if we abide in Him, which means to obey all that He's taught us, having cleansed us, He gives us His commandments to strengthen us and to develop us in His image. If we do that, we will have our prayers answered. Second thing is, we will be fruitful in the ministry that God has given. God has a ministry for everyone. It varies. He's given different gifts to people, different measure of faith. We have to seize that. We have to apprehend that and say, Lord, I don't want to waste my life or go through it haphazardly. There are many ministries, but not all of them are fruitful. We want to bear fruit and much fruit unto God. Look at verse 4. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit 
of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. There's a lot of uh, activity happening in the church world, even independent ministries, ministers, they're going all over the place and implementing a lot of uh, ministry endeavors and programs, but hardly any fruit for the kingdom of God. God says here, if you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. The Lord Jesus is guaranteeing that to the one who truly abides in him. He says, if uh, a man abide not in me, is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. So that's the other side of that. Utter fruitlessness and shame and destruction. But if we abide in Him, we will have much fruit. That's the, that's the Father's will. We see that in uh, verse 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So his will is that we bear more fruit. In verse 8, much fruit. Do you want your prayers answered? Do you want to be fruitful in the ministry that the Lord has given you? That the Lord has planned for your life? If you want your prayers to be answered, the Lord says, John 15, 7, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, notice the commandments, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. That's a direct promise to the one who lives in him. We will have the joy because we are in sight of Christ, and nothing can touch us. Praise God. We are abiding in him, and he's a strong tower. So we'll be fruitful in the ministry, having the prayers answered, and also have the joy of the Lord, and be a joyful person. That that joy will be full. Verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. What is he saying before that? He's saying, my words, myself, my life, let it fully abide in you. Come quietly, rest in me. Listen to my words. Let my words live in you. Let it not be dead word or a dry word, but let it live in you by receiving it humbly, meekly, and then obeying it. That's what it means to abide in God. So we'll have our prayers answered, we'll have a fruitful ministry, as we read, and the joy will be full. Fourth thing is, we will be perfected in His love. That is the ultimate thing a Christian can hope for. To have the Lord's soul abide in Him, that the love of God will be perfected in us. Those are the words of the Lord Jesus. That is the word of the Holy Spirit. He says, not half full, not partially productive, but He said, I want my love to be perfected in you. Let's go to 1 John, we'll read about that. 1 John chapter 2. All in the theme of abiding in Him. 
1 John chapter 2. All of the troubles and confusion in the Christian life for many, many people who come half-heartedly to the Lord, obey Him partially, is related to not abiding in Him. Because He says, all of these things I'll do for you. You'll have a full, productive, fruitful life, full of joy, full of love. I will answer your prayers. What more can we ask for? Here the Lord gives us, in His Word, how to be fully representing Him and becoming just like He is in this world. What an awesome and ultimate, not only command, but provision that the Lord has made. 1 John chapter 2, verse 5. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Ultimate consummation of God's love, the almighty God of the universe, in a human being. There's nothing greater than that. The God of all glory. The God who created the stars and named them one by one. The Lord who created the oceans, the sun, the mountains. The Lord whose voice thunders. The Lord who raised Jesus Christ from the dead, overcoming all the wiles of the devil. The Lord who conquered death. The Lord who will come back and establish His kingdom. Almighty God says, I will perfect my love in you. This is my desire. The question is for us, do our desires line up with God's desires? Glory be to God and we trust that the message has strengthened your soul. Please join us next time for part two of the message, Abide in Me. Please write us, contact at elbim.org for the email, and on the web, www.elbim.org, or write us via regular mail, El Bethel International Ministries, Post Office Box 966, Goshen, New York, 10924. And until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Welcome to the God of Wonders radio program. Tonight, part two of the message entitled, Abide in Me. Let's listen prayerfully. Almighty God says, I will perfect my love in you. This is my desire. The question is for us, do our desires line up with God's desires? Or are we settling for a sub-standard Christianity? Where we do some things, have some fruit, and we're happy and we go on our way. Or we're fruitless altogether. The Lord says, I want you to bear much fruit. God is always about maximum potential realized. He wants to bless us to the maximum. But it's up to us to say, God, thy will be done. I want that. And here God is saying, 1 John 2, that His love will be perfected in the one who does what? Keeps His word. John 15, he says, If my words abide in you, all that you've heard me speak and have been taught, if they actually live in you, you're submitting to that. You're surrendering to the word. You're letting the word take over 
your desires and your decisions and your thoughts, your hopes, all of that is becoming directed by my words. That's what it means to have the Word of God live in me. That is, receiving it humbly and then obeying it. So if you're confused today, whether in your Christian life or ministry, whatever it is, just ask yourself, am I abiding in the Lord? If you can say, yes, I am abiding by virtue of doing His Word, everything that He's taught me, then you can know for sure with confidence God is going to unveil the greater plan. But if not, we have to say, Father, I need to get first things first done right in my life. Is there anything that you have told me that I have not done? Anything that you have taught me that I've done partially? Lord, help me to give my all over to you to do your will. So, if we abide in the Lord, we will have our prayers answered. Secondly, we will have a fruitful ministry. Thirdly, we will be full of the joy of the Lord. Fourthly, we will have the love of God ultimately perfected in us. And it's going to manifest by loving our brothers and others. The Lord says here in verse 6, He that saith he abideth in him, I'm a Christian. The Lord says, where is the proof? Can you prove that you're Christian? Remember the Lord says in John's Gospel also, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. If you have power over one another? No. He says, love for one another. And here he says it again. You ought to walk like Jesus walked. If you say you abide in him. That's what it means to have that abiding presence of God. Verse 10. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. So we have to ask ourselves, Lord, is your love flowing through me unhindered? Or is there a break because of envy? Is there a break because of grumbling? Is there a break for that love to flow through this vessel? Am I putting up breaks because of my own ideas and resisting forgiveness of other people? Or harboring grudges? Lord, I need this channel to be clear. Then the flow of Almighty God, what He wants to accomplish, will go through our life unhindered. And we're going to have that love of God perfected in us. I wonder if that's what you desire according to the Word of God. Lord, what a wonderful prayer to pray. Lord, I want to so abide in you that Father, when I pray to you like Samuel did, Lord, I want my prayers to be answered. Let me live and walk with you. Lord, I want to so abide in you that I want to have a fruitful ministry before your eyes. What you consider much fruit, I want that to be produced in my life. Help me to abide in you. Father, I want your joy, your joy, like in John 17, to be so in me that I am overflowing with that joy even when bad news comes, even when the devil tries to frighten me, even when people threaten, even when things don't look like they're uh, going to work out, the joy is untouched because 
I'm abiding in Him. See, if we're in the Lord Jesus while we're in the world, the world cannot get into Jesus, so it cannot get to us. We need to abide in Him to that extent. And we say, Father, I want to abide in You so much that I want this thing that You desire, full manifest glory of God. I want Your love to be perfected in me. Help me to love my brother. Help me to love other people. Help me to walk in Your love unhindered. Joy, love, prayers answered. Fruitful ministry. All of these things, the Lord says, if you just abide in me. Listen to my words. Let my words live in you. Finally, the Lord will give us the confidence to face Him. We'll be ready to meet Him. We don't have time to go through all of these things, but the last point is we'll be ready to meet Him. We'll just look at uh, 1 John 2, verse 28. Let's go to 27 actually before that. But the anointing which ye have received of him, here it is again, abideth in you, it lives in you. You have an anointing from God. If you're born again, you have a certain anointing to show you the truth. As you continue in that, God will increase that anointing if you believe and you obey. The anointing which you have received of him, abideth in you. And ye need not that any man teach you, as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie. Again, but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. God has deposited that as a gift. It's in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. So, the truth that we hear from the word of God, the more we read, the more we understand, the more we obey, that will remain solid in us, and we won't be distracted from error or sin, temptations. And little, now, little children, abide in him. In other words, dwell in Him by keeping His Word, letting His love flow. Don't block God's work. Don't resist His Spirit. Stay in Him because the Spirit of God, the anointing is in you. Hold on to that. Don't let that leak out. Hold on to that. Stay in that anointing. Keep obeying. Keep expecting God to move on your behalf. The Lord says this, when He appears... You may have confidence and not be ashamed before Him at His coming. That is the final thing here. That we will have the readiness to meet the Lord whenever He comes. Either we will go to Him or He will come and take us to Himself. Depending on whether we'll die before we meet Him or we'll meet Him in the air. But certainly we're going to see Him and it says... The only way you can be prepared to meet Him is if you abide in Him. So there is a very clear-cut instruction that if we don't, as a believer, value dwelling in Christ practically by obedience, then we'll miss all these things. We'll be barren. We'll be ashamed. 
will be confused. But if I say, God, I'm ashamed, I've been barren, I'm confused, please forgive me. Lord, to us belongs confusion of face, as Daniel prayed, because we've sinned against you. We have not abode in you. Lord, we want to obey you again with the whole heart. Lord, we want nothing to hinder the intimate communion with you. Please forgive us. What does the Lord say? Now you are clean through the word that I've spoken unto you. It's a good word from God to cleanse us, to revive us, to redirect us back to the Father, to have five very vital things in our Christian walk. Number one, have our prayers answered. That God is with us. God hears our prayers. God is our Lord. Number two, we will um, have fruitful ministry. Ministry will actually bear fruit for the glory of God. God will approve of that ministry. Number three, we will have the love of God uh, perfected. That is, we'll be a joyful person. We'll be a joyful person, full of joy. The Lord says, I want you to have the full joy, regardless of what you hear or what you see. You abide in me, I will make sure you're full of my joy. Hallelujah. Almighty God, who's given us the anointing that remaineth in us, Lord, help us to long to be those who will have our prayers answered because it is in the will of God. Because we're abiding in you, O oh Jesus. Help us to have a fruitful ministry serving you. Jesus, may our joy be full. Lord, help us to be a joyful people. Lord, though a sober people, help us to be full of the joy of the Lord. We want, Lord, we want to be more and more transformed and conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Help us to have progress and improvement, Father, to be full in you, to have that love of God, the everlasting God's love, to be full in this mortal vessel. In this earthen vessel, the treasure of Christ, may your love be perfected in us. Oh God, help us, Lord, to put away the carnal things, Lord, the fleshly things that trouble us, Lord, help us to put those away, that we may have your love perfected, O oh God. Heavenly Father, that finally we'll be confident when you come, that all our sins are under the blood of Jesus. Lord, I pray that the word will continue to work in me, continue to work in the people who have heard the word. Help us to investigate this as diligent Bereans, Lord, in the book of Acts, to go into what it means to abide in you. Take away every confusion in the minds of the people, every hindrance to fruit-bearing, every hindrance to prayer, every hindrance to the joy being full, to the love being perfected, every hindrance to them being confident when you come. Overturn everything, Lord. Hallelujah. Bring revival, Lord. Help us to overcome our enemies. Let the church prevail. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church that is founded upon the rock. Jesus, help us to be vital members of your kingdom who are living in communion with you, hearing your voice day and night. Lord Jesus, that we may obey you and abide in you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That we can abide in you. And we will abide in you by your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. You're the God of wonders. Please write us, contact at elbim.org for the email. And on the web, 
www.elbim.org or write us via regular mail, El Bethel International Ministries, Post Office Box 966, Goshen, New York, 10924. And until next time, may the Lord richly bless you.